Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios in the Haven. It's a little ashram, the Haven, located in Hive, uh, Kent, South East England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We hope you come visit someday. Hare Krishna. <laughs> We're a little late, so we're going to start right away. We hope you're all happy, happy and healthy and safe and uh, well and everything. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatan Goswami uh, glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam in a most wonderful way. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipiyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnadya Sarvalokaikadrikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dvanduditaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun, risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema Varshakshadayate, Sarvada Sarvasevyaya, Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin, madguro man mahadana, manistadagamad bhagya, mad anandanamostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dhayin atini chuchata kada hanamun chakadachin mam prem narit kantayokspuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please. Never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the 22nd chapter of the 4th Canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Lengthy chapter. We're hearing now the uh, instructions of the four Kumaras. And we begin with text 46. Oops. Mm. 
the Kshatriyas, <coughs> Vaishyas and Shudras eat their food by virtue of the Brahmana's mercy. It is the Brahmanas who enjoy their own property, clothe themselves with their own property and give charity with their own property. Purport The Supreme Personality of Godhead is worshipped with the words Namo Brahmanya Devaya which indicate that the Supreme Lord accepts the Brahmanas as worshipable gods. <clears throat> the Supreme Lord is worshipped by everyone yet to teach others He worships the Brahmanas. Everyone should follow the instructions of the Brahmanas for their only business is to spread Shabda Brahma or Vedic knowledge all over the world. Whenever there is a scarcity of Brahmanas to spread Vedic knowledge, chaos throughout human society results. Since Brahmanas and Vaishnavas are direct servants of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they do not depend on others. In actuality, everything in the world belongs to the Brahmanas and out of their humility the Brahmanas accept charity from the Chatriyas or kings and the Vaishyas or merchants. Everything belongs to the Brahmanas but the Chatriya government and the mercantile people keep everything in custody like bankers and whenever the Brahmanas need money the Chatriyas and Vaishyas should supply it. <clears throat> it is like a savings account with money which the depositor can draw out at his will. The brahmanas, being engaged in the service of the Lord, have very little time to handle the finances of the world, and therefore the riches are kept by the treacherous or the kings, who are to produce money upon the brahmanas' demand. Actually, the brahmanas or Vaishnavas do not live at others' cost. They live by spending their own money. Although it appears that they are collecting this money from others, Chatriyas and Vaishyas have no right to give charity, for whatever they possess belongs to the Brahmanas. Therefore, charity should be given by the Chatriyas and Vaishyas under the instructions of the Brahmanas. Unfortunately, at the present moment there is a scarcity of brahmanas and since the so-called chatris and Vaishyas do not carry out the orders of the brahmanas, the world is in a chaotic condition. <clears throat> the second line of this verse indicates that the chatris, Vaishyas and Shudras eat only by virtue of the brahmanas' mercy. In other words, they should not eat anything which is forbidden by the brahmanas. The brahmanas and vaishyas know what to eat and by their personal example they do not eat anything which is not offered first to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They eat only prasad or remnants of the food offered to the Lord. The chatriyas, vaishyas and shudras should eat only Krishna Prashad, which is afforded them by the mercy of the Brahmanas. They cannot open slaughterhouses and eat meat, fish, or eggs, or drink liquor, 
or earn money for this purpose without authorization. In the present age, because society, in the present age, because society is not guided by Brahminical instruction, the whole population is only absorbed in sinful activities. Consequently, everything is deservedly being punished by the laws of nature. This is the situation in this Kali Yuga. Text 47. Oh, this is Prithu Maharaj speaking. To, I, I, don't, I thought it was... Yes, it's Prithu Maharaj, that's right, speaking to the four Kumaras after they speak, after Sanat Kumara spoke to Prithu Maharaj. Okay, text 47. Prithu Maharaj continued, How can such persons who have rendered unlimited service by explaining the path of self-realization in relation to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and whose explanations are given for our enlightenment with complete conviction and Vedic evidence, be repaid except by folded palms containing water for their satisfaction. Such great personalities can be satisfied only by their own activities, which are distributed amongst human society out of their unlimited mercy. Purport. Great personalities of the material world are very eager to render welfare service to human society. But actually, no one can render better service than one who distributes the knowledge of spiritual realization in relation with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. All living entities are within the clutches of illusory energy. Forgetting their real identity, they hover in material existence, transmigrating from one body to another in search of a peaceful life. Since these living entities have very little knowledge of self-realization, they are not getting any relief, although they are very anxious to attain peace of mind and, subst and some substantial happiness. Shukadev Goswami and Kapila Dev, as well as the followers of such authorities as the Vaishnava Acharyas and their servants, can render a valuable service to humanity by disseminating knowledge of the relationship between the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the living entity. Such knowledge is the perfect benediction for humanity. Knowledge of Krishna is such a great gift that it is impossible to repay the benefactor. Therefore, Prithu Maharaj requested the Kumaras to be satisfied by their own benevolent activities in delivering souls from the clutches of Maya. The king saw that there was no other way to satisfy them for their exalted activities. The word Vinoda Patram can be divided into two words, Vina and Udapatram, or can be understood as one word, Vinodapatram, which means joker. A joker's activities simply arouse laughter 
And a person who tries to repay the spiritual master or teacher of the transcendental message of Krishna becomes a laughing stock, just like a joker, because it is not possible to repay such a debt. The best friend and benefactor of all people is one who awakens humanity to its original Krishna consciousness. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Text 48. The great sage Maitreya continued, Being thus worshipped by, Pritu, by Maharaj Prithu, the four Kumaras, who were masters of devotional service, became very pleased. Indeed, they appeared in the sky and praised the character of the king and, and everyone observed them. Purport It is said that the demigods never touch the surface of the earth. They walk and travel in space only. Like the great sage Narada, the Kumaras do not require any machine to travel in space. There are also residents of Siddhaloka who can travel in space without machines. Since they can go from one planet to another, they are called Siddhas. That is to say, they have acquired all mystic and yogic powers. Such great saintly persons who have attained complete perfection in mystic yoga are not visible in this age on earth because humanity is not worthy of their presence. The Kumaras, however, praised the characteristics of Maharaj Prithu and his great devotional attitude and humility. The Kumaras were greatly satisfied by King Prithu's method of worship. It was by the grace of Maharaj Prithu that the common citizens in his domain could see the Kumaras flying in outer space. Text 49 Amongst great personalities, Maharaj Prithu was the chief by virtue of his fixed position in relation to spiritual enlightenment. He remained satisfied as one who has achieved all success in spiritual understanding. Purport Remaining fixed in devotional service gives one the utmost in self-satisfaction. Actually, self-satisfaction can be achieved only by pure devotees who have no desire other than to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Since the Supreme Personality of Godhead has nothing to desire, he is fully satisfied with himself. Similarly, a devotee who has no desire other than to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead is as self-satisfied as the Supreme Lord. Everyone is hankering after peace of mind, and self-satisfaction. But these can only be achieved by becoming a pure devotee of the Lord. King Prithu's statements in previous verses regarding his vast knowledge and perfect devotional service are justified here, for he is considered best amongst all Mahatmas. In Bhagavad Gita 9.13, Krishna's Sri Krishna speaks of Mahatmas 
in this way. Mahatmanas tumam parta daivim prakritim ashritaha bhajantyananya manaso jyatva bhutadam avyayam O son of Prita, those who are not deluded, the great souls, are under the protection of the divine nature. They are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. The Mahatmas are not under the clutches of the illusory energy, but are under the protection of the spiritual energy. Because of this, the real Mahatma is always engaged in the devotional service of the Lord. Prithu Maharaj exhibited all the symptoms of a Mahatma. Therefore, he is mentioned in this verse as Duryo Mahatan, best of the Mahatmas. Text 50 Being self-satisfied, Maharaj Prithu executed his duties as perfectly as possible according to the time and his situation, strength and financial position. His only aim in all his activities was to satisfy the absolute truth. In this way, he duly acted. Purport Maharaj Prithu was a responsible monarch and he had to execute the duties of a chatriya, a king and a devotee, at the same time. Being perfect in the Lord's devotional service, he could execute his prescribed duties with complete perfection as befitted the time and circumstance and his financial strength and personal ability. In this regard, the word karmani in this verse is significant. Prithu Maharaj's activities were not ordinary, for they were in relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Srila Rupa Goswami has advised that things which are favorable to devotional service should not be rejected, nor should activity favorable to devotional service be considered ordinary work or fruitive activity. For example, an ordinary worker conducts business in order to earn money for his sense gratification. A devotee may perform the same work in exactly the same way, but his aim is to satisfy the Supreme Lord. Consequently, his activities are not ordinary. Prithu Maharaja's activities were therefore not ordinary, but were all spiritual and transcendental for his aim was to satisfy the Lord. Just as Arjuna, who was a warrior, had to fight to satisfy Krishna, Prithu Maharaj performed his royal duties as king for the satisfaction of Krishna. Indeed, whatever he did as emperor of the world was perfectly befitting a pure devotee. It is therefore said by a Vaishnava poet, Vaishnavera Kriyamudra Vigye Na Pujai. No one can understand the activities of a pure devotee. A pure devotee's activities may appear like ordinary activities, but behind them there is profound 
significance, the satisfaction of the Lord. In order to understand the activities of a Vaishnava, one has to become very expert. Maharaj Prithu did not allow himself to function outside the institution of four varnas and four ashramas. Although as a Vaishnava, he was a Paramahamsa, transcendental to all material activities. He remained in his position as a Chetriya to rule the world and at the same time remained transcendental to such activities by satisfying the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Concealing himself as a pure devotee, he externally manifested himself as a very powerful and dutiful king. In other words, none of his activities were carried out for his own sense gratification. Everything he did was meant for the satisfaction of the senses of the Lord. This is clearly explained in the next verse. Maharaj Prithu completely dedicated himself to be an eternal servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, transcendental to material nature. Consequently, all the fruits of his activities were dedicated to the Lord and he always thought of himself as the servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who was the proprietor of everything. Purport the life and dedication of Maharaj Prithu in the transcendental loving service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead serve as a good example of Karma Yoga. The term Karma Yoga is often used in Bhagavad Gita and herein Maharaj Prithu is giving a practical example of what Karma Yoga actually is. The first requirement for the proper execution of karma yoga is given herein palang brahmani sanyasya or vinyasya one must give the fruits of his activities to the supreme brahman parabrahman krishna by doing so one actually situates himself in the renounced order of life sanyas as stated in Bhagavad Gita 18.2, giving up the fruits of one's activities to the Supreme Personality of Godhead is called sannyas. Kamyanam karmanam yasam sannyasam kavayo viduhu sarvakarma palam chagam prahus chagam pichakshanaha to, to give up the results of all activities is called renunciation, tyaga, by the wise. And that state is called the renounced order of life, sannyas, by great learned men. Although he was living as a householder, Prithu Maharaj was actually in the renounced order of life, sannyas. This will be clearer in the following verses. The word nirvisanga, uncontaminated, is very significant. The word nirvisanga, uncontaminated, is very significant because Maharaj Prithu was not attached 
to the results of his activities. In this material world, a person is always thinking of the proprietorship of everything he accumulates or works for. When the fruits of one's activities are rendered to the service of the Lord, one is actually practicing karma yoga. Anyone can practice karma yoga, but it is especially easy for the householder who can install the deity of the, of the Lord in the home and worship Him according to the methods of bhakti yoga. This method includes nine items, hearing, chanting, remembering, serving, worshipping the deity, praying, carrying out orders, serving Krishna as friend, and sacrificing everything for Him. Shavanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam Padasevanam Archanam Vandanam Dasyam Sakyam Atmanivedanam Bhagavatam 7.5.23 These methods of Karma Yoga and Bhakti Yoga are being broadcast all over the world by the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Anyone can learn these methods simply by following the examples of the members of the society. In one's home or in a temple, the deity is considered the proprietor of everything and everyone is considered the deity's eternal servant. The Lord is transcendental for He is not part of this material creation. The words prakritek param are used in this verse because everything within this material world is created by the external material energy of the Lord. But the Lord Himself is not a creation of this material energy. The Lord is the Supreme Superintendent of all material creations as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 9.10 Maya Yakshena Prakriti Suyate Sachara Charam this material nature is working under my protection, O son of Kunti, producing all moving and unmoving beings, and by its rule this manifestation is created and annihilated again and again. All material changes and material progress Take, taking place by the wonderful interaction of matter or under the superintendence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Events in the material world are not taking place blindly. If one always remains a servant of Krishna and engages everything in his service, one is accepted as Jivan Mukta, a liberated soul, even during his lifetime within the material world. Generally, liberation takes place after one gives up this body. But one who lives according to the example of Prithu Maharaj is liberated even in this lifetime. In Krishna consciousness, the results of one's activities depend on the will of the Supreme Person. Indeed, in all cases, the result is not dependent on one's own personal dexterity but it's completely dependent on the will of the Supreme. This is the real significance 
Apalam Brahmani Sanyasa Sanyasya A soul dedicated to the service of your Lord should never think of himself as the personal proprietor or the superintendent. A dedicated devotee should prosecute his work according to the rules and regulations described in devotional service. The results of his activities are completely dependent on the supreme will of the Lord. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. What a nice purport. Text 52. Maharaj Prithu, who was very opulent due to the prosperity of his entire empire, remained at home as a householder, since he was never inclined to utilize his opulences for the gratification of his senses. He remained unattached, exactly like the sun, which is unaffected in all circumstances. Purport the word griheshu is significant in this verse. Out of the four ashramas, the brahmachari, grihasta, vanaprastha, and sannyas, only a grihasta or householder is allowed to associate with women. Therefore, the grihasta ashram is a kind of license for sense gratification given to the devotee. Prithu Maharaj was special in that although he was given license to remain a householder and although he possessed immense opulences in his kingdom, he never engaged in sense gratification. This was a special sign that indicated him to be a pure devotee of the Lord. A pure devotee is never attracted by sense gratification and consequently he is liberated. <clears throat> In material life, a person engages in sense gratification for his own personal satisfaction. But in the devotional life or liberated life, one aims to satisfy the senses of the Lord. In this verse, Maharaj Prithu is likened to the sun, Arkavat. Sometimes the sun shines on stool, urine, and so many other polluted things. But since the sun is all-powerful, it is never affected by the, by the polluted things with which it associates. On the contrary, the sunshine sterilizes and purifies polluted and dirty places. Similarly, a devotee may engage in so many material activities, but because he has no desire for sense gratification, they never affect him. On the contrary, he dovetails all material activities for the service of the Lord. Since a pure devotee knows how to utilize everything for the Lord's service, he is never affected by material activities. Instead, by his transcendental plans, he purifies such activities. This is described in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Sarvopadi Nirmuktam Tatpadatvena Nirmalam. His aim is to become 
completely purified in the service of the Lord without being affected by material designations. See the Prabhupada key? Jai. How long is this next Prabhupada? Uh, Good. <clears throat> Text 53. Being situated on the platform. Hmm. Excuse me. Being situated in the liberated position of devotional service, Prithu Maharaj not only performed all fruitive activities, but also begot five sons by his wife, Archie. Indeed, all his sons were begotten according to his own desire. Purport. As a householder, Prithu Maharaj had five sons by his wife, Archie, and all these sons were begotten as he desired them. They were not born whimsically or by accident. How can one beget children according to one's own desire is practically unknown in the present age, Kali Yuga. In this regard, the secret of success depends on the parents' acceptance of the various purificatory methods known as sangskaras. The first sangskara, the Garbhadana sangskara, or child-begetting sangskara, is compulsory, especially for the higher castes, the brahmanas and the kshatriyas. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, sex life, which is not against religious principles, is Krishna himself. And according to religious principles, when one wants to beget a child, he must perform the Garbhadana Sangskara before having sex. The mental state of the father and mother before sex will certainly affect the mentality of the child to be, to be begotten. A child who is begotten out of lust may not turn out as his parents desire. As stated in the Shastras, Yata Yoni Yata Bijam Yata yoni indicates the mother and yata bijam indicates the father. If the mental state of the parents is prepared before they have sex, the child which, which they will beget will certainly reflect their mental condition. It is therefore understood by the words atma samatam that both Prithu Maharaj and Archie underwent the Garbhadana purificatory process before begetting children, and thus they begot all their sons according to their desires in purified mental states. Prithu Maharaj did not beget his children out of lust, nor was he attracted to his wife for sense gratificatory purposes. He begot the children as a grihasta for the future administration of his government all over the world. Text. 54. How long is this purport? Two and a half pages. One half page. Okay, good. <clears throat> Text 54. After begetting five sons named Vijitashwa, 
Dumrakesh, Haryaksha, Dravina, and Vrika. Prithu Maharaj continued to rule the planet. He accepted all the qualities of the deities who governed all other planets. Purport <clears throat> In each and every planet, there is a predominating deity. It is understood from Bhagavad Gita that in the sun there is a, is a predominating deity named Viviswan. Similarly, there is a predominating deity of the moon and of the various planets. Actually, the predominating deities in all the other planets are descendants from the predominating deities of the sun and moon. On this planet earth, there are two Chetriya dynasties, and one comes from the predominating deity of the sun, and the other from the predominating deity of the moon. These, dynast these dynasties are known as Surya Vangsha and Chandra Vangsha, respectfully. When monarchy existed on this planet, the chief member was one of the members of the Surya dynasty, or the Surya Vangsha, and the subordinate kings belonged to the Chandra Vangsha. However, Maharaj Prithu was so powerful that he could exhibit all the qualities of the predominating deities in other planets. In the modern age, people from Earth have tried to go to the moon, but they have not been able to find anyone there. What to speak of meeting the moon's predominating deity? The Vedic literature, however, repeatedly informs us that the moon is full of highly elevated inhabitants who are counted amongst the demigods. We are therefore always in doubt about what kind of moon adventure the modern scientists of this planet have undertaken. Hare Krishna. Okay, that brings us to 7.45 and we will stop our reading for today and tomorrow we will start with text 55. In the meantime, we will wait for tonight's reflections from the assembled sages. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. First this evening is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Draguru Maharaja. Back on the nectar drip. <laughs> Hare Krishna. And from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. I was just saying to uh, Abhayat today, we're reading, we're, we're trying to get fixed in reading at least a half an hour or an hour of Prabhupada Lilamrita together and it's become such that we have to have it so it's like yes we need our fix every day of Krishna Gata now we're adding Prabhupada Gata <laughs> Hare Krishna this is from Gopakanya yes Gopakanya 
Jai Maharaj and all assembled devotees, happy Gopastami to you all. Yes. All oh, glories to Mother Cow. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and your daily reading service of Srimad Bhagavatam, dear Hari Maharaj. Hari Bo, Hari Bo. May it stay so. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ramo, Hare Ramo, Rama Ramo, Hare Hare. There's something here from Bhakta Rupa. Ah, Bhakta Rupa. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for reading this evening. A younger devotee asked me last week what the Garbodan Samskara is, and I had no answer for him. I wondered if you could enlighten me. Thank you. Well, the Garbodana Samskara is is actually a sacrifice. And if we follow the, the Vedic Karmakanda uh, rules and regulations of the Shastras, and that means that it's a public uh, ceremony or a public festival. Uh, the parents announce that they're going to, you know, attempt to beget a child, and there's a sacrifice. And Brahmins are there, and they have they chant mantras, and they, you know, serve a feast to all the guests. People come, but in Kali Yuga. You know, because of how degraded the brahmanas are in general, uh, Srila Prabhupada gave us this uh, Garbhadana Sanskara, that the husband and wife should both chant at least 50 rounds of japa before they try to beget a child. That's an adjustment according to time and circumstances. But that's what it means. Not that the Man and woman go hide somewhere and have sex and do whatever they want to do. And that sex is non different than Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all the assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for reading Sri the Prabhupada's books. Well, I can't think of anything better to do, and I'm completely addicted. And so for me, it's no, it's not a problem. <laughs> I love to do it too much. And this is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Tonight I found this point interesting that the Brahmanas actually own all the property of this world. 
and that when they receive charity of the Kshatriyas and Vaishyas, they are actually spending their own money. Such a different view on life and proper behavior than what we are used to nowadays. Yes, and this is what it means when Prabhupada said that the solution to all the world's problems are given in the Srimad Bhagavatam. But to most people, it seems just outla out outrageous, outlandish, uh, wishful thinking. For exactly the same reason as you just said. It sounds so uh, what's the word? To an ordinary person in this uh, Kali Yuga on the earth it sounds like just a dream. It sounds like just a myth. It can't be true. No one can do that. <laughs> Bhakti Rupa says, Thanks, Maharaj. Really grateful to bathe in the light radi radiating from you this evening. <laughs> Thank you, Hare Krishna. This is from Bhakti Nikki. Yes, Bhakti Nikki. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. Tonight I heard that King Prithu gives the perfect example of Karma Yoga and a principle of Karma Yoga is to give the fruits of one's activities to the Supreme Brahman. This is renunciation. Yes. How can someone practically do this if the fruits of one wor one's work isn't on the gross level? I hope this makes sense. There's three uh, varieties of karma or work uh, karma vikarma and akarma so when a person is attached to the fruits of his work but also has knowledge of God then they, they offer the results of their fruits to the Supreme Lord just like we offer food before we eat. Um, everything that we have, everything that we do, should be offered to the Lord, at least in your mind. But they also have faith in the Vedas and faith in the Vedic ways or the process of sacrifice. And therefore they do that work and do their, their, their giving of uh, the fruits uh, according to the laws of nature or the, or the laws of the Vedas. Now, vikarma means that one is attached to the fruits, but he, he's not, he's not uh, loyal to the, to the scriptures. He doesn't have faith in the Vedas or the scriptures. And so he doesn't follow the rules and regulations. And his, the result of his karma takes him down. Lower birth, lower uh, standard of living, 
uh, lower species of life, eventually the hellish planets. And akarma means that you work, but you don't. You're not attached to the fruits at all. The fruits belong to Krishna. You know, while you're working, that what you're the, the thing the things you're using to work, the work itself, you as the worker, are all uh, part of Krishna. All belong to Krishna. That kind of work doesn't cause a reaction. So karma means you work according to the rules and regulations of the Vedas and give the fruits and you go up. You get a better form of life, you go to the higher planets and so forth, so on. Be karma, you go down. You don't want to follow the scriptural rules. At the end of the 16th chapter of the Gita, you'll see two verses how we're supposed to do our duty by following the example of the scriptures. We decide what to do, what not to do, what's binding, what's liberating by the instructions of the Shastras. And because human society has lost, lost faith in their scriptures, no matter what they are, uh, the world is in chaos. Hare Krishna. This is also from Bhakti Nikki. Yes, Bhakti Nikki. Secondly, I heard that the results of all activities are decided by the supreme will of the Lord. And yet it seems that the results of my activities depend on my endeavor and what mode of material nature I do them in. Please could you explain where my misunderstanding is? Maya Dyakshina Prakriti Suyate Sacharacharam The Lord is uh, in control of Maya. Uh, Maya is a servant of the Lord. Maya is working under the direction of the Lord. Therefore, indirectly, it's the Lord. Indirectly. Indirectly, it's the Lord who is sanctioning and allowing uh, things to go on in this form of time and the Supersoul. You have a desire. The Lord is in your heart. The Lord is in everyone else's heart. And He arranges for that desire to be fulfilled. There's nothing that's not going on in this world that is not being uh, indirectly or directly guided by the Lord. This is a very deep concept. It seems simple enough, but to actually have faith in it and to act according to it is, is another thing. Therefore, all of these scriptures repeat again and again and again. Become a Vaishnava. Have faith in Vishnu. Do your service as an offering to Vishnu in a way that Vishnu or Krishna uh, likes it. And when he's pleased, then you'll become pleased and everyone else around you will become pleased. And eventually, the whole world will become pleased. 
Hare Krishna. But because in the material world, the modes of nature are always shifting, they're always combating with one another, competing for supremacy. Sometimes ignorance prevails, sometimes passion prevails, sometimes goodness prevails, and we feel differently, we act differently, we attach to different kinds of things, different kinds of people, different activities, and life goes on under the full direction of the Lord. Hare Krishna. This is from Pranav Handa. Pranav Handa, Haribo. Hare Krishna dear Maharaj, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Today I soaked in the following points. The Vedic Varnashram system is very scientific and purificatory. It slowly and slowly finishes our attachment to the greatest attachment in this world of sex life. All the problems of the modern world can be solved just by following the Vedic lifestyle. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Very good. Thank you very much. Now do it. Because these four regulated principles and chanting Hare Krishna, trying to avoid offenses on our beads, like 16 rounds, you do these two things and you're following the, 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 the will of Lord Chaitanya favorably and you will go back to the Godhead in this lifetime. Hare Krishna. That's the simple process, but in Kali Yuga it has to be simple. <laughs> From Subarao Rajagopal. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. One of the gems is from 422.47. Great personalities of the material world are very eager to render welfare service to human society, mm. but actually no one can render better service than one who distributes the knowledge of spiritual realization yes. in relation with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Yes. Saintly persons like the Kumaras, Narada, Prahlad, Janaka, Shukadev Goswami, and Kapiladev, as well as the followers of such authorities as the Vaishnava Acharyas and their servants, can render a valuable service to humanity by disseminating knowledge of the relationship between the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the living entity. Such knowledge is the perfect benediction for humanity. Unquote book distribution, preaching, and reading the transcendental Srimad Bhagavatam are part of this glorious service. Daily readings key jai. Yes, and there's nothing more pleasing to Srila Prabhupada than that. Again, I say, just read the Prabhupada Lilamrita and see how attached he was to these books and how much he have had faith in them that they would change the world eventually. Hare Krishna. So if you want to pre please Prabhupada the most, read in his books and distribute them. Read on the big Madanga. Hare Krishna. Another gem is about Palam Brahmani Sanyasya. One must give the fruits of his activities to the Supreme Brahman, Parabrahman, Krishna. 
beautiful Radha Shyamasundara picture on the altar. Yes, Hare Krishna. And Bhakti Nikki says, Thank you, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. All right, thank you very much. We've reached just a little after eight, which is almost perfect timing for us also. So, Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samaveda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic, which has been going on for a long time. More about Prita Maharaj and how his activities. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow. Hari Bo.